pretending like I'm doing business and secretly applying to medicine, it's pretty hard to lie to yourself. So I made a very conscious decision to just focus on the MBA. It takes an ability to sit with yourself in silence and actually take the time to reflect. I know from experience that when you're 20, it seems like everything needs to happen right now for you to consider yourself a success. Welcome back to Spindle, the show where we speak to driven and exciting individuals in science to highlight the many paths available to science students. Last time, we spoke to Philip about his path to medicine and how he intends on combining business and healthcare to build a strong career. This time, we'll be asking him about his thoughts on succeeding in a post-COVID job market, how he knew that medicine was for him, how he dealt with application setbacks, and the importance of being honest with yourself. All right, and transitioning into something people are going to be facing now. In the aftermath of COVID-19, students are going to be graduating, like the ones that are graduating in the coming years, are going to be entering you know, a hyper-competitive job market. So how do you think students can prepare themselves for that reality? Yeah, I mean, I think it's obviously tough. There's no way around that situation. It's definitely going to be challenging and I think impact everybody in all sorts of different ways. I think to consider the bright side, usually times of crisis are also times of opportunity. So we don't necessarily know what interesting opportunities are going to come from this, what types of innovations are going to be. Certainly there will be some aspect of job creation when you consider pandemic response across any type of industry, especially within healthcare. I think a lot of the same characteristics apply when it comes to making hiring decisions. Employers want people who are genuine, who are passionate, who fit into the workplace culture of the organization. And those are all things that you can work on regardless of the COVID-19 pandemic or not. So continuing to make yourself a marketable employee and working on that own personal brand, having an idea in mind of what you want to do, and then executing on that plan. So if, if you want to work in the pharmaceutical industry, for instance, taking time now, even if it's a few years away, to figure out what that path looks like. What kinds of designations do you need? What kinds of degrees do you need? What kinds of technical skills are important to thrive in a role you might be looking at? So if you're thinking about analytics, which is what I, the area I was in, you need to have some sort of technical background in actually doing analytics, working with the different softwares, just making sure you have those skills and you're continually building your resume throughout. And just to take this back to your story a little bit, what kept you going through all of the application cycles and how did you really know that medical school was something that you really, really wanted to do? That's a very good question. There was multiple things that kept me motivated. Number one, I had a lot of support from my family and friends, which was fantastic throughout. I think having that intrinsic motivation to exactly what I just said, execute on that plan that I had and being relentless in that pursuit and having as cliche as it sounds, that mindset of it's not over until it's over and nothing's impossible and there's always a way to beat those odds. And obviously you look at application numbers for medical school, it is quite competitive. There are certainly things you can do to grow as a person. And for me, making sure that I checked in with myself and understood 
I, you know, I, I am improving in these different areas and I can see that and sense that and that's going to make me a more competitive applicant in the future. Keeping an eye on that growth was really, really important. Uh, for me, my master's came at a really opportune time for making sure I had that chance because it put me in a totally new environment. You know, I'd spent undergrad in science, as we've talked about, and with this one goal in mind, and totally switching gears into business allowed me to gain a very different perspective, and that allowed me to grow as a person and see that I was able to improve on different things and that I would become a more competitive applicant in the future. During your master's program, were you still sort of focused on, you know, making sure that you were bolstering your application in whatever ways that were possible? Or at that point, had you completely transitioned into trying to make sure that uh, the business side of your resume was sort of intact or you were building that? Yeah, I would definitely say it's more the latter. I knew that I needed to just step away and do that in a genuine way, you know, pretending like I'm doing business and secretly applying to medicine. It's pretty hard to lie to yourself. So I made a very conscious decision to just focus on the MBA and take everything that I could from all of those different courses and those learning opportunities and trying to bolster my resume as an MBA graduate and future job applicant for business roles, that was definitely more of my focus. It wasn't really until the end of my MBA, my last semester, where I did indeed end up applying to medical school again, where obviously I had to think a bit more about how to pivot my business training into more of a um, medical leadership context. But throughout the MBA, I was definitely more focused on becoming a good critical thinker in a business context. Do you think that this focus has sort of made you more successful in all of the things that you've done? Because I remember you mentioning that, you know, now in medical school, you're really focused on making yourself the best clinician possible. And then throughout your master's, you were focused on, you know, getting the best value out of that experience. So do you think that that's something that more people should adopt? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to contextualize what your long-term plan is. But we know that humans are not very good multitaskers, no matter how much we lie to ourselves and say that we can do a million things at once. To get the most out of something, I think it is important to really focus on that one goal at that particular moment in time. That's not to say you can't work on multiple goals in one timeline. But I think when you're doing business school, it's very hard to be successful and passionate and motivated if you've got this voice nagging you in the back of your mind and that medicine is what you want to do after all. Um, so yeah, I think it is important to try and compartmentalize those things and focus on the present as cliche as that sounds. I think that's a really important thing to do in order to be successful. All right. And you've mentioned a couple of times throughout this conversation, the importance of really being honest with yourself and reflecting so what does that process really look like? How are you able to be honest with yourself and sort of move past whatever is clouding your vision? Yeah, I think it's certainly a process. It's not something I've perfected. It's not necessarily something you can perfect. I think it takes a lot of time. It takes an ability to sit with yourself in silence and actually take the time to reflect. So for me, I do a lot of 
running on the trails, usually don't take my iPod or my headphones. I just allow myself to think and try to contextualize that a little bit, understanding that it's not a process that can happen overnight. So it can take a couple of years to figure some of these things out. And again, when your goals change, the way you think about those goals is going to change as well. So it's really an ongoing, imperfect process. There's no, there's no real answer there other than just taking the time to check in with yourself, check in with how you're feeling, how you're doing. Are you reaching those goals you set out for yourself? If you are, great. What can you do to build on that? And if not, how are you going to pivot in order to get there? All right. Sounds good. And just before we wrap up, what advice would you give to your, say, 20-year-old self? It could be life advice, career advice, anything really. I think for myself at 20, being a very neurotic, focused pre-med student with one goal in mind, that being get into medical school as fast as humanly possible, I would say, and I know I wouldn't listen to myself because I had so many mentors tell me this already, but take the time to slow down, enjoy the journey for myself. I like to think I'm a good example of that. I know from experience that when you're 20, it seems like everything needs to happen right now for you to consider yourself a success, whatever that might look like. Just being able to enjoy that ride a little bit more, being happy with the way things are, and really truly seeing failure as an opportunity to learn and not as some sort of personal attack on your ego, however you might perceive that. Perfect. And is there anything else you feel like we missed? Anything that you'd like to add or say to an undergrad population that maybe we didn't cover? Yeah, for sure. I think as you go through these very challenging decisions, you're trying to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life. Just as I mentioned with my last point there about enjoying the journey, enjoying the ride, make sure you take time for yourself outside of professional development, outside of science to do some of the things you enjoy, whether that's riding your mountain bike, cooking, traveling, whatever it might be. Those things are all really, really important to your personal development. But I promise you, as a future professional, a lot of those experiences will shape the way you approach problems, you approach different people. And I would say it's almost as important as all of the technical hoops you jump through in terms of developing specific skills, getting certain degrees, whatever it might be. At the end of the day, we're all human beings and we need to develop those skill sets in order to reach that end goal of happiness, success, whatever that looks like to you. We'd like to thank Philip for taking the time to be on the show. If you have any questions you'd like to ask Philip, future guests, or just questions or feedback for the Spindle team, be sure to reach out to us through the form in the show description. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Spindle. See you next time.